It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how are you doing today? Jake, I'm doing all right. Um, getting ready for the big game. Mm-hmm. Who are you rooting for? Between. Well, uh, I guess, how would we... I'm trying to think of like what a good comparison would be for the two teams as like survivor contestants. Mm, yeah, this is this is your neck of the woods because I don't know anyone. Um, what's like a final what's like a final two where one was maybe like a repeat person or like more of a heavy favorite, but the other was like a young up and comer who like really surprised everybody. Mm. That's a good question. Um, maybe, uh, maybe I don't know. I'm I'm going to look up um, Survivor uh, Final Two. Okay, I'm going to say time. that I'm going to say that the Bengals are Sandra, okay. and the Rams are Parvati. Oh, and or the other way around. I don't know. Then who would have been the? Um, who would have been the Russell in that situation? Um, probably the San Francisco 49ers. Sure. They were a team that was not going to win if they made the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, hmm. Well, I'm looking through the all of the final twos right now. Oh, actually, you know who it would probably would be? Who? The final two of All Stars. Who was Boston Rob and Amber, his wife? Okay, um, I, I'm loath to compare the Rams to Boston Rob, but I think the Bengals would be Amber in this case. Okay, uh, so or, who uh, Amber Amber won that season? Sorry to spoil that one. I know we'll watch it eventually. I I'm I, I'm aware of that. What? How did you know? <laughs> It's not like the biggest yeah, story they both showed up on the season. They both showed up on a season where they won. So, uh, yeah, that's fair. It just seemed like an unfair advantage to have both of them. Um, you know who didn't show? Well, up? it did it though because mm. they were eliminated in like the first two weeks. Yeah, good for them. You know, they had to get back to their kids. It's true. Um, the surprisingly enough, only two final twos have ever had a returning player. Or returning players, I think. Well, unless you count Pearl Islands, because, you know, Lil came back. So is it just All-Stars and Winners at War? No, Winners at War had a final three. I am not going oh, to... Oh, you're right. I will not tell you who the other returning player is, because it might spoil a season we are watching in the future. I don't want to do that for you right now. You know, okay. you already know who's winning Survivor Palau, which is the season we're watching currently, Thomas. Did you watch Survivor Palau last night? Jake, I did. Fantastic. Uh, this episode was called I'll Show You How Threatening I Am. What did you think of that title? Uh... Yeah, I don't know. That sounds like something an alpha would say. Oh. Apparently, this is a thing that is in demand from... There's pre there's internal pressure for us to talk about that kind of thing. Yeah, we're, so. we're alphas. Um, 
and that's why we have the only Survivor podcast, because we actually took down all the other Survivor podcasts. That's something we don't talk about a lot. There were like a hundred other Survivor podcasts, and we murdered all of those people. Yeah, we are the Alpha and Omega Survivor podcast. Yeah, we're kind of the Thanos of Survivor podcasts, but twice, because we destroyed all of them, and Thanos only destroyed half of the people. We're kind of the Alpha Romeo Carr and Kenny Omega of Survivor <laughs> Podcasting. Absolutely. So I'll show you how threatening I am. I think that's a good title. But my question is, is it better than our episode 300, Thomas's Thailand Thursday? I, I don't know. That one's okay. I think it's very funny because it's <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's alliterative, right? They all start with TH. Mm-hmm. But it's not like... The, Thomas is Thailand Thursday. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, the... Uh, oh, shit. We just started a segment, <laughs> but I feel like we're about to start a new this segment. segment. You're a, Thomas is a disruptor. What is... What is uh, this is a segment called Bottle Check. I just he- heard you open a bottle. What are you drinking today? Well, it was actually a can, but... Whatever, you know what I mean. No, I don't. Why would you say it sounded like a bottle when it was a can? Because the segment's called Bottle Check. Okay. um, Jake, I'm drinking a delicious Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. Oh, that's fun. I'm drinking a sugar-free white peach lemonade uptime. Mm, one of the best. It was. I was prepared uh, to say who gives a shit to whatever you were drinking, but I like that drink. Yeah, you give a shit. Uh, it was the only one at the 7-Eleven nearest to my work. All the other ones were like blood orange. It's like, what the fuck? Oh, sure. Uh, Those are just okay. Yeah, exactly. Not when I can get a white peach lemonade over here. The best flavor. Uptime? Hi, Russ. We could be your podcast, Cade Cunningham. Okay. I often say that we're the Kate Cunningham of Survivor podcasts. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's get back to these. Two. Speaking of uh, future titles, let's talk about past titles. <laughs> <laughs> what a great transition. Uh, 301, Megan Wants a Murderer. That's, I think, a good one. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah, reference, reference to... Uh, Classic VH1 celebrity uh, mishap that killed killed the entire concept of it. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, it's you not- get one murderer on a season of reality TV, you do, and all of a sudden you can't do it anymore. I wonder how many other murderers have been on TV shows that uh, ended up coming out after they were on the show. You know, that'd be an interesting t- t- statistic to look up. Uh, number 302 was The Science Shack. Do you remember that one? What was um, The Science Shack, Yes, Thomas? yes. I believe that was when... Um, I believe that was when... Uh, what is his name? What is his name? The science teacher. Yeah. He won that season. Yeah, I know. Come on, you know his name. It's a really easy name. It's like the easiest name of all time. Like, when you're thinking of a, a generic name for a man, you think of this one first. Oh, Bob, yeah. yeah. Bob Nye the Science Guy. Bob yeah. Nye the Science Guy. And Three- he, it was the Sugar Shack before that, but he made it into the Science Shack. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, 303, I think is an early favorite of mine. Outwit, Outplay, Outlast Eden. It's pretty good. 
Just remember. What the- was the joke? What's the joke? Okay, well, Survivor's slogan is outwit, outlast, outplay, or whatever, right? Outplay, outlast. Uh, and then Gabon, Earth's Last Eden. Remember? That's what the season was called. So you said outwit, outplay, outlast Eden. I don't think that one's very good. I'm going to have to disagree with you. I think this one kind of sucks. <laughs> that one was your own, though. <laughs> I know. I Look, I'm. Uh, you got to be your own uh, harshest critic. Fair. Uh, number 304, maybe you'll love this one. Triple X, The Return of Xander Hastings. <laughs> yeah. I do actually, I just watched the original Triple X not that long ago, so I oh, have a new appreciation, new fat appreciation for that. Why did you watch Triple X? I don't know, we were just hanging out and wanted to watch a movie, uh, sure. and I, I enjoyed it. It's not good, but I enjoyed it. Hey, that's all you can ask for. In these times, with the supply chain and everything, can't even get the DVDs yeah. in time. It's so hard, yeah, so hard to get any movies, you just gotta kind of take what you can get. Yeah. Uh, number 305, speaking of movies, The Millennium Generation. Speaking we are of- all part of the Millennium Generation. Um, I, I Look, I like any reference to Millennium. I'm assuming I made it. Yeah, probably. Love Will Smith. Oh, are you watching Bel Air? Are you going to watch Bel Air? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I saw it that trending. shit looks so stupid. I saw it trending on Twitter this morning, and it was like, "Here's how the nine characters have changed from Fresh Prince to Bel Air." So, Man, are they trying to make care. it like Riverdale? Is that what they're doing? Holy shit! If it's a Riverdale crossover, I'm absolutely watching it. Oh, I hate Riverdale. I know you do. You hate the youth. We were talking about it nonstop. No, I don't hate the youth. I hate the like 38 year old gay man that writes it. Mm, mm-hmm. The 38 year old gay man. Is that what you said? Yeah, Neil Gaiman. <laughs> wow. He wrote some good books. The Sandman, The American Gods, The Anasi Boys. Wow, I, I named three Neil Gaiman books. So that's pretty impressive, actually. His I know divorce how... with his weird wife, ex-wife. Yeah. Whatever happened with that? Who cares? This is not they divorce. They got divorced, court. I don't know. Yeah, good for them. Uh, 306, The Trouble with the Buzzle Beam. Uh, it's funny because I misspoke one time. One time I misspoke and you thought it was so funny. I did think it was pretty funny. Okay. Well, I don't appreciate that. Uh, 307 is can't make a Zonderlet, Xanderlet without breaking a few brads. I thought this one was kind of lazy actually on my part. This is another one I did. Yeah, um... I appreciate you saying that, because, uh, I don't know. There's... It's just a succession reference. Yeah. We all know. And I, to be honest, I didn't know it was a succession reference until, like, the next day when I watched that episode of Succession. Yeah. So I was it's like, actually, oh, It's Thomas actually clever on Succession. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Uh, 308, though, I think is another early contender for best of the best. Uh, <laughs> Spider-Man, the furthest from home I've ever been. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> that's a really good one. Uh, 21 Jeff Probst Street is the next one. I, It's fine. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, 310. David Duke versus Goliath. <laughs> yeah, oh, boy. I don't remember the context of that one. <laughs> Nor do I. But it's it's pretty funny. Uh, 311. I have... You know what? 
Uh, here's what I remember about episode 311. You said after we started recording something about amber is the color of the energy or whatever, you know? Yeah, that like the 311 song. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, that would have been so good. Instead, we went with Truce Between the Nerds and the Slugs. Not as good. Yeah, not very good. Uh, 312. That uh, title was a beautiful disaster. Holy shit. I just realized this. 312. Mr. Wind. You remember Mr. Wind, of course, right? Oh, yeah. I do love Mr. Wind. Uh, who is Mr. Wind? Explain to the new listeners who Mr. Mr. Wind, Wind is. Mr. Wind is the mayor of Chicago. <laughs> you know what's also funny about that? Uh, 312 is the uh, is one of the area codes of Chicago. I didn't it's even true, realize yeah. that until we named the episode after Mr. Wind mayor. is also the president of Goose Island Brewing. Yeah, did you know I work on Goose Island? If you want to stalk me, you that's do. where I'll be. Yeah, I do. It's you not just cracking open beers all the time. You know it. Uh, <laughs> some mid beer. Uh, number three thirteen is Liana is pulling Xander's pigtails. I think this is cute. We love Liana and Xander. Ah, uh, it's still too too long. It's five words. It's like a full sentence. I don't like it. Okay. Well, here's another full sentence for you. 314, the Oceanic 6 is canceled. Yeah, it's okay. It's I'm good. sure it was funny at the time. Well, they were canceled for uh, body shaming Hurley. Oh, in the right, helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucked up that they did that. 315, someone does, someone dies. <laughs> I like that. That's a pretty good one. 316, empath, the vibes mutant pretty good yeah i remember we were doing x-men jokes yeah i mean constantly i guess you had to be there (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh 317 ziana orlander get it yeah i like a couple name that's pretty good uh 318 was our christmas episode we called it the marine six close quarters was it C L O T H E S? Yeah, that is absolutely something that you said. Um, <laughs> I believe. Yeah, it was I like just that you one. Mishearing me, actually. Uh, but whatever, we don't have to get specific about it. Uh, Three nineteen is too many Jeffs. That was yeah. uh, this season. 20, 2014 reference. Oh, too many, too many cooks, too many chefs. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Three twenty. Wordle is chuggy. I think we can all agree with that. Awful. <laughs> this is the worst <laughs> one of all of these. <laughs> I think it's really good. No, it's pretty awful, actually. Um, why did it take you so long to get to today's Wordle? I got it in four. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, you know how it goes where you, you start with a word where you get, like, the word I start, I don't even remember what word I started with, but I got nothing from it. And then I was like, okay, I'll see how many vowels I can get. And then it didn't have any of the vowels that I chose. Mm. And it was it was one of those things where, like, I eventually had to do, like, a trial guess to see if I could nail down what the letters were. And then I managed to get it within the last two. I probably should have gotten it on the fifth one, but, you know. Yeah, well, there's The important thing is I kept the streak going. 36 oh. straight. Hey, undefeated. That's great. I've also never lost a game. Yeah, how many have you done, though? I don't know, like 5 to 10. Okay. Yeah, that's wow. That's a lot less than me. Well, you know, it's not a competition actually, but I did <laughs> get it faster than you. Um, my strategy, my new strategy: don't worry about the vowels. 
vowels are going to come up one way or the other, you know? I guess that's true. You're going to want to use them eventually. You might as well nail down what the consonants are. Yeah, because consonants are more rare, and uh, if there's an R in it, you know, that eliminates a lot of words. If there's a G in it, that eliminates a lot more words, you know? Yeah, I always try and get an S and a T within the first two guesses. See, those are two more, a lot of those. Those are two more letters I don't worry about because they're so common. Well, it sounds like your strategy, you're never trying to get it with it. Like, I'm trying to get it within two or three if I can. Oh, but then it took you six today. Yeah, that's fine. And it was the state bird of the state you live in. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. Uh, and then I, you uh, know, just move it around until... I My strategy also, uh, another strategy I implement sometimes, uh, I know you hate this, but I will double up my vowels. Today I started with the word creep. That is an awful first guess. What the fuck are you doing? Okay, so I knew there was no E's in it. What? But you would know there were no E's in it if you guessed one and it said no. Yeah, but if... <laughs> okay, no! Here is it. Here it is. Here it is. If there is an E... I've eliminated one of the two spaces, and I found... This is this is so stupid. You cannot justify this. Well, I, I was with you on your first part of this, but you're just actively being stupid about this. I got the word in four guesses today. You got in six. How can you tell me my strategy is bad? <laughs> Erica from Survi Survivor 41 guessed skill. Uh, on her first yeah, guess, and well, got when it she immediately. also did a stupid first guess, but it got her the win. You know, you know who didn't get the wind or the win. I think she's lying. By the way, I think somebody told her that, and they said it would make good content. Wow, you don't trust a woman. What a surprise! <laughs> no, <laughs> you don't trust. A I don't woman trust to be anybody. Capable. That's what Stone. That's what Stone Cold Steve Austin taught me. Mm, fair. Uh, here's the Jake, next... Jake, was it a whole thing that you just had a, a title that we used for, uh... Yeah. For the, the, our Survivor podcast? Yeah, that was the whole... The whole bit was one whole long They're not title. very good, Not honestly. very good. They're kind of long to read. Uh, 321 was Killard Willard. <laughs> I think it's oh, pretty yes. good. Yep, I like that. 322... I'm nervous to say because I don't want to get you horned up before we even start the show. Oh, okay, oh boy. All right, well, thanks for the warning. <sighs> that they, them, fushy. It's just... I, I feel like it's the best one so far. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know that we want to bring that up again. I don't it's know that we want to go down that road. Mm -hmm. Did you see the uh, the sexy Komodo dragon picture this week on Twitter? Yes, I did. Why, why, you know, why did they do that? Yeah, I, you know. They could have just as easily not taken that picture and they put it online. Just, they could have just left it alone. <laughs> 323 is April for Tools Day. That's kind of funny. Yeah, that's, that's what I think, too. Uh, and last week we did do Skinks. You'll be glad you did. That one might be my favorite. Really? Yeah, I like it. Hmm. My favorite Wordle is Chugi. That one is so fucking bad. <laughs> Fuck you. No, here's my top three. Spider-Man, the furthest from home I've ever been. Uh, Mr. Wind, and that they them fushy. 
I think it's got to be Mr. Wind. <laughs> Mr. Wind is so fucking funny. Yeah, I think that's my favorite bit that we've done in recent memory. So it's yeah, it's got to be Mr. Wind. We did actually fire Lord. I'm sorry, Lightfoot. that's my favorite. Uh, <laughs> my favorite truth that we did. <laughs> Where you, we usually do just bits, but that one was actually true. Yeah, that was us just being informative. Uh, so, Mr. Wind is definitely better than this week's episode, which was, I'll show you how threatening I am. That's actually, that's what Lori Lightfoot said to the protesters uh, last summer. Yeah, that's what she said. That's what she said to J.B. Pritzker when he kept asking her to stop texting and just call him. <laughs> They're cool. They're like an old married couple, you know? Uh, I just love the text for that because J.B. Pritzker is like, I didn't say anything. Like, can you just call me? We could talk about this. And she's like, no, I'm going to keep texting you links to TikToks. (laughs) Oh, speaking of TikTok times, why didn't you respond to my TikTok about the sheep? Oh, I loved it. I just, yeah, I just, you know, I I didn't think there was anything else to say. I love it. It was great. You know, you can uh, do the quick tap. You know what it would be better? You know why it would be better? Like a way that it would be better if it wasn't on a platform where I had to drag a puzzle piece into an empty puzzle piece spot every time I want to watch one. And then also somebody plays like a dumb, over compressed sounding song over it. What are you talking about? What puzzle piece? Oh, uh, maybe it's because I don't use the TikTok app, but if you if I open any of them that you send to me, it does like a prove you're not a robot thing mm. where it makes there's like a puzzle with one piece missing and it makes you drag the puzzle piece into the empty spot and then it lets you watch it. Sounds like a survivor puzzle. This episode of Yeah, Survivor. it's exactly like a Survivor puzzle, which is why I keep choking. I keep not being able to do it. <laughs> this episode first aired April 28th, 2005. How old would you have been April 28th, 2005, Donis? Jake, I would have been 13 years old. Crazy. I would have been 14 and one month and eight days old. Uh, last week's episode received 18.66 million viewers. And, Thomas, how many viewers do you think this episode received? Um, I'm going to say that it received 18 million. Uh, well, they actually don't have the numbers for this week, so... Oh, damn, okay, no one watched it. (laughs) Just blanked out on the Wikipedia page for some reason. Didn't look into it. Uh, at camp, Stephanie is upset that they would vote her out over Janu. Tom assures her that they weren't going to vote for her. And then he gives her his immunity necklace. Isn't that sweet? How nice of him. Yeah. Greg is upset that they didn't take out Stephanie the first chance they got. Stephanie talks to Tom about going forward together. Uh, and Tom is worried. He thinks he's two votes behind Stephanie. And then tells his tribe that no one wins from being good at challenges. I love this argument from Tom. Honestly, it's a really good one because he's mostly right. <laughs> Nobody took him at his word, though. Yeah, I mean, nobody's going to buy that if you're the one that's constantly winning the challenges, but, like, if you look at the track record, you're actually putting more of a target on your back, and you're not going to win every time, unless you're, like, Bob at the end of that season. Mm Mm-hmm. Bob Knight, the science guy, your favorite guy whose name you remembered. Yeah, of the science shack fame. (laughs) Uh, Ian says the fact that he's winning totally makes him a target. That's, That's right, Ian, you know? Hmm, if only you had the opportunity to vote him out. Then Katie tries to build an all-women's alliance. This is Oh, I'm sorry, you didn't talk about the, um, the 
all of the people being like, look at these fucking gay, <laughs> look at these gays washing each other. Oh, that's because we haven't gotten to that point yet. Don't. Oh, we haven't gotten to that? Don't okay. worry. Well, I, I, sorry, I was too excited to talk about it. You um, love talking about the Neil Gaiman. I do love talking about the Neil Gaiman. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, it feels like. 90% of the time that an all-girls alliance is teased, it doesn't happen. Yes, that is often true. Uh, well, because it usually requires people to ditch established alliances they already have, and to get all of the women to do that, see, you know, that's a, that's a very, it's a tall task. It's a lot to ask. Yeah, but, like, this was a really good opportunity for them to do that. It was, but also I understand why um, Karen wouldn't want to because she would be at the bottom of that alliance. Like she yeah. would, she has more power in her current alliance than she would there. And she's such a Karen about it too. I, what do you think of Karen? We, she hasn't really been focused on a lot this season. I, I've got, got no problem with Karen. Karen's fine by me. Yeah, she seems like a decent person. Uh, at the auction. Uh, they do the auction. Remember the auction? Great time. Man, I wish that we still did that. Every time it shows up, it's a delight. Yeah, except for the last time it showed up when it was a huge bummer, and they stopped well, doing it. Well, they could have just fixed it. Yeah, they could have fixed it. Uh, instead, they just blew it up and said, never again. Um, I don't know. I feel like maybe the show has gotten worse over the years. I mean, don't tell Jeff Probst I said that, because uh, he'll get mad, and we don't want to make Jeff mad because we do want to take over his job as executive producer one day, but... Yeah, and then, then you know, it'll come back. The auction. The auction. Um, I will bring back the auction. I will limit the number of immunity necklaces they can find. And I'll bring back no Final Two. No more live two. tribals. No more live tribals. No more fire making at Final Four, unless it is absolutely necessary. Um, and we do a schoolyard pick and eliminate two people before even picking them for a team. And then they go off on a boat every season. I, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't want that to happen. Uh, at, at the auction, Jeff tells them they each get $500, which is standard. And then he tells us that they use American currency in Palau. Did you know that? I didn't know that. That's crazy. Is Palau a, a American? Yeah, maybe it's a, I guess it could be a territory. Um, I hadn't really thought about that. Um, Why do they use the United States dollar? It's a territory. Does Palau have its own currency? Palau... Yeah, currency, United States dollar. Um... But Why? But Why? I don't understand. The first thing when you search Palau under the people also ask is, is Palau part of the USA? Along with other Pacific Islands, Palau was made a part of the United States governed trust territory of the Pacific Islands in 1947. So that's why. Okay, that's great. Um, independence from the United States in 1994? I don't know. That was before the season, though, so they're still using it. Um... Interesting. Well, they use five hundred dollars to buy food and uh, stuff, so that's fun. What if they just kept the money? I feel like that would be smart. Yeah, they can. That's just five hundred dollars from the bank of Jeff, right there. Yeah, 
Uh, Jen buys herself some covered ice cream for $120. Worth it? Would you buy ice cream for $120? No, see, this is the thing, is, like, you only need to wait a little while longer, and then that you'll go somewhere that $500 can buy you a lot more food. So, <laughs> just hold, just hold on to it. You just got to delay gratification on that one. It's just the, the yeah. you know, the markup on this stuff is crazy. Just for like two more weeks, and then once you get back to the states, have yourself an extravagant meal. I'm just yeah. Fine. Don't pay those. Don't pay those airport prices. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go to the airport and get one Caesar salad. It's eight hundred dollars. <laughs> they have to pull. <laughs> Katie and Ian have, you have to, to take out a loan. <laughs> they have to pull their money together. Like, oh, good thing we didn't yeah. use this money at the auction. We can share. We can share this. This like, uh, <laughs> like appetizer sized Caesar salad. I would do it. I love. I love a Caesar salad. I've never felt more than more thirty years you old. You have to than. pay an extra hundred dollars to get croutons. <laughs> Uh, Karen and Stephanie split a covered item for $260 and then get to make a choice between a package and another package. Uh, the first one was a plate of cheese and crackers, but they instead traded it for a burger, fries, and a drink. Now here's... That burger looked pretty good. Yeah. Here's my thing. $260, right? So split evenly, it's $130. Correct. But Jeffrey only gave them a uh, twenty dollar bills, so they just cut one of the bills in half, or did he, <laughs> he just cut one of them in half? Did he have change? You know, that's a that's a great question. Maybe one of them had to agree to pay one forty, and one of them had to agree to pay one twenty. Well, they should have put it in the episode then. It took three hours. <laughs> Ian buys spaghetti bolognese and garlic bread for three hundred twenty dollars. That's so much for that. I mean, it looked it looked pretty good, but that's a lot. I mean, especially for like the burger and fries and soft drink were what like eighty dollars less. Yes, that's correct. Uh, he was only going to spend three hundred dollars, but get, Greg gave him twenty dollars for a bite. This is the way they should be doing the auction. After a while, they were like, you can't pool money. Why not? Yeah. It's their money. Come on. They can do whatever they want with them. Be able to do what they want with it. Let people get creative. When Ian gets his spaghetti, Jeff tells him he reeks. Uh, so that's funny. This is, uh, once more, Jeff's mean streak coming out. <laughs> Ian then buys a beer for $40. Uh... Pretty good. I mean, honestly, a bargain compared to everything else. Yeah. Well, it was first, first come, first serve. You know, forty dollars to the first person who says they'll pay it. Which I don't think that's how auctions work. No, I don't. I don't think so either. Usually, people have a chance to to bid up, but yeah. How much would you pay for one bottle of beer at a bar? I would say the most that I would pay is. Nine dollars, which I think is the most I've ever paid for a concession beer. Mm, yeah, that's a lot. Um, that's that was, and you know what? It was too much. Like that yeah. was too much at the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I probably paid twelve bucks at a for a beer at one point. It was probably also concession. I'd better beer. be getting like a souvenir cup for that. I went to a Cubs game a few years ago and got uh, frozen mai tai. 
uh, and they gave me a souvenir cup, and I still have it. How was the Mai Tai, and how much did it cost? It cost a lot of money. Actually, it, it, it wasn't that much. It was probably like $13, $15. Okay, plus you get the cup. Plus you get the cup, which you know is like $12 of those dollars. Um, and, I mean, it's five years later. I still got the cups. I got two cups, actually. Um, and they're just nice. You didn't say how the Mai Tai was. Oh, it's fine. I, I don't really remember it. Um, sure. I mean, it was, you know, a cold drink on a summer day at a baseball game. Mai Tai, yeah, Mai Tai, great summer drink. Yeah. Uh, Tom buys a letter from home for $220, which then makes up the base price for everybody else. Karen, Greg, Katie, and Stephanie all buy their own for the same price. Once again, just delay gratification. That's $220. You can just call them on the phone when you... But the collect- or even just wait for the loved ones episode, you know, like. Mm-hmm. It's we're getting late in the season. I wonder if there is going to be a, a loved ones. Maybe not. Challenge. But even then, then you just go home and you, you call them for free. Yeah. Well, unless it has to be a collect well, call because it's not international. For free, yeah. Or the roaming charges. I don't know. But. Yeah, maybe two hundred twenty dollars worth of roaming charges. You know, you don't know. Yeah. Now you can't pay it because There's long distance rates. <sighs> so long uh and tom has to call all the way to boston so it's even longer uh stephanie cries over her letters you could collect call them do you not have to pay for collect calls no the other person does they have to pay to accept them okay but he can like venmo them the 220 dollars or or not (laughs) it could just be uh you know put it on their tab why would he do that because it would be free but it's his family, you know? And yeah. and Tom's a provider. They're good for it. <laughs> <laughs> they got a million coming a million dollars coming their way. <laughs> yeah. Once yeah, once this big once this big gamble pays off, he's gonna have all kinds of money to pay him back. Back at camp, Stephanie cries over her letters. Uh, Ian takes a bath in the ocean because Jeff called. That called sounds him like you uh, talking about Wordle and your strategy. You're crying about your letters. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I hate getting like four in uh, and then be like, I have no idea what this word is. I have like yeah. one yellow tile so far. Like I don't, I don't fucking know. I've you used all the think words. Of- bullshit words that don't exist and it's like i type in bullshit right and they're like this is too many letters there's too many letters and also we're not letting you do explicit ones yeah that's stupid too so i can't do i can't do fucked without an e you know f-u-c-k-d <laughs> they won't accept that they're so rude or, now or just ass with three s or yeah, four s's excuse me well, it could be two A's and three S's. Could be two A's and three S's. You don't know. You know? Uh, double A-S-S-S. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone makes fun of Greg and Ian for bathing together, and they make a lot of gay jokes. Uh, and that's, like, very funny, because it's 2005. Yeah. I loved how Ian was just like, I don't really care. I'm comfortable in my sexuality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you had the right response, which was, whatever. Yeah, like, I need to get clean, and this guy was helping me. Who cares? I did like Tom's response of being like, I'm not going to clean it for you, but it looks good. Yeah. But he asked me if he had a spot <laughs> on his neck. Yeah. Uh, He's basically just like, no thank you. Yeah. 
Uh, Tom talks to Karen about them working together, and he figures that if he doesn't win immunity, he will get at least a few votes. You know? It would be very smart of them to vote out Tom, because he's clearly winning. Like, Tom is absolutely the main character of this season. There's no other way around it. Like, it's all about Tom. You know, Tom? It is all about Tom. This is Tom's season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at this immunity challenge, they have to toss coconuts onto colored tiles on a big platform. I loved it. I love this challenge. One of my faves I've ever seen. It's simple. If you fuck up, it's very silly. Uh, and you, you, can take, you can give other people points by accident, and that's really funny. <laughs> This would just be a fun game to play. Yeah, backyard games. Pablo Sanchez. It's basically cornhole, so I, I approve. Mm-hmm. Uh, you call it cornhole? Or bags, yeah. if you're a fucking idiot. Call it bags. Bags is just a more fun... Like, what the fuck is no. cornhole? What does that mean? It's a fun thing to say. I'm sorry that you hate fun. I do hate fun. Shitty band. Although they didn't make Janelle Monae really famous, so I you're guess more, that's good. You're more of a format fan. You like you like uh, Nate Roos's, uh original band that he was in. Yeah, uh, sure. I don't know who that is. He's the guy from Fun. Oh, that's fun. Uh, Tom. Yeah, that's what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> Tom accidentally breaks Ian's last tile when he was. I think he was going for his own last tile. Yes. Uh, yes, I believe so. Um, sorry, I, I was just imagining us doing a, a comedy routine called Who's on Fun. Let's do it. Let's do it right now. Who's on, who, hey, Thomas. <laughs> hey, Thomas, you know the band Fun? Yeah, the format. No, the fun band. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about the band, the format. Yeah, they're, they're really fun. I like that's the other that's the other Nate Roos band. Who? Nate Roos, the guy from Fun. Oh, Fun Band. <laughs> yeah, that's what I just said. <laughs> this is a really good bit. This is such a good bit. Like, has anybody ever done this bit before? <laughs> no. I, I have been. You know what? They've removed the last couple promotional. Reddit post for this podcast, and I'm really offended. You know, for a while they I'm weren't so doing sick that. Sick of the censorship. <laughs> what about free speech? You know. Um, yeah. But I feel like that. What is this? China. Ugh! Don't even get me started with the Olympics and everything now. What is it being moderated by the snowboard lady that everyone's freaking out about for no reason? I don't know what that is a reference to. That's it. Well, I'm not going to get into it. Okay. Uh, at camp, it's a rainy day. Uh, Eventually, Karen and Katie go snail hunting. Katie tries to convince her to come over with the women. Smart, you know? Smart. You know, game changes every three days, you know? With no Tom there, it's a whole new world. And then you could take out Greg, and then you take out Ian, and then it's the three ladies, four ladies at the end. And it's a week and a half later, Karen could get in there. I think I think yeah, Karen made the wrong Yeah, she would be move. at the bottom of the alive. The problem no, is she no, would be fourth. Maybe not after a week and a half. Maybe she could win immunity challenges in that time and, and take out Stephanie or Katie or 
Jen. You know? I'm just saying. I think Karen made the wrong move here. I don't know that there was a move that was going to get her to the end either way. So Wow. You think she's not going to be in the final two with Tom? I mean, maybe, but she probably won't win. But I think that would also have been the case if she made it through the Women's Alliance. Who do you think will be sitting next to Tom at the finals? Is it a final two or a final three? It is a final two. I'm going to say it's him and Ian. Mm. Who do you think will take third then? Will be the last person voted out. Um, I'll say Katie. Hmm, okay. Uh, Karen tells Tom uh, that they want to form a women's alliance, and he asks her why she's telling him. Tom is very good at talking to people. He's yes, he is. He like really uh, reiterated their working relationship without like forcing her into it. So I'm like, what? Why do you feel this way? Like, tell me. Uh, and it's very calm. We love Tom, you know. He's a good dude. Yeah, big, big Tom fans. We're part of the Tom Tom Club. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Tom then feels he's a real genius of love. I think we can all agree on that. <laughs> Absolutely. Why wasn't he on Blood versus Water? That's all about love, you know. Yeah, him and Ian could have been on there. Oh, that would been so fun. They, re- they have a father son relationship. They really should do a partners season where everybody comes back and they have like their closest partner from a previous season. Yeah, they could do uh, Shannon Ricard. Shannon Ricard, Dom and Wendell. Ian and Tom. Um, There's a lot of people who have been on this show. You're hearing it more and more. You you could do Parvati and Russell. Mm -hmm. Two of the closest people on the whole show. Uh, Tom fills Ian in on the Women's Alliance, and Ian confronts Katie, and she tries to pull him over to her side to vote out Tom. Again, this would be really smart. Probably would have been a good idea for Ian. Yeah. Because I think Ian's got, like, an actual shot to win, so... Mm-hmm. Especially with Tom gone. Yeah. I think Tom is the main obstacle mm-hmm. for him. Uh, Greg, though, still wants to take Stephanie out, you know? Got to take out Oolong completely before they go after each other. I'm s- I don't understand the need for that. Because she's going to win if she gets to the end. Stephanie. You just don't let her get to the end. She hasn't won any of the individual immunity challenges yet. But she's so strong. Look at her abs. Okay. Okay. So let's discuss these wildlife shots. We have some crabs. What did you think of when Jeff pulled out that jar of crabs and Ian was confused and excited at the auction? That? I mean, I guess you could, like, theoretically cook them later, but, yeah, I think you were kind of hoping more for the spaghetti, so. Yeah. Uh, so the crabs, and also the lesser, lesser frigate bird. What, uh, have you heard of this, less, lo, the lesser frigate bird, Thomas? No. Is there a greater frigate bird? There is. Uh, I don't know if that's the exact name of it, but, yes, there is. There are several. So it's just frigate. There's a frigate bird, and then there's a lesser frigate bird. Exactly. Uh, these birds are 30 inches long with a wingspan around 70 inches. 
if these weren't on network TV, you could call it a fuck it bird. But <laughs> they don't let you say that for it on CBS. Not so. yet. Maybe if if they would care. Not until we're in charge. <laughs> we're going to take on the FCC. Yes. Uh, the fuck, you know? It's ironic that they're called the fuck, and they won't let us say fuck on national TV. Yeah, that's how it's pronounced. That'd be like the CDC saying you can't say CDC, or the NFL saying you can't say the big game. Yeah, the big game, which is what it's called. That is what it's called. That's why I'm seeing it everywhere, you know? On Disney Plus this morning, I saw Get Ready for the Big Game, and it was just a bunch of football movies. You could watch Draft Day. How exciting. Uh, One of them was The Game Plan with, I think, The Rock. I don't know what that movie's about, but it looked like uh, kids playing football. Is that one of the ones where he gets turned into, is it like Tooth Fairy? Again, I don't know what that movie's about. Uh, But maybe. Uh, these, These birds, the frigate birds, they can be found throughout the tropical and subtropical oceans. They have a brownish black plumage, long narrow wings, and a deeply forked tail. They were built exclusively for flying, and thus rarely swim and can barely run. Uh, They'll swoop down and take fish from the ocean's surface, uh, and will also participate in something called kleptoparasitism, in which they (laughs) they will harass other birds until they regurgitate their food. Hey! Hey! Let me have some. Come on. I think that's really funny. Uh, During courtship, the males will inflate this bright red sack on their throats. Why? I don't know, but that's something that happens. Uh, That's Sigma behavior. Uh, And these birds, they are not endangered. Pretty good stuff, huh? Yeah, love it. That's, uh, I got to take some notes. You know, maybe I can get a big red sack on my throat that I can inflate. Yeah. When I'm trying to attract mates. Yeah, will you put a picture of you with a big red sack on your Tinder profile and gonna, let me know how that goes? It's tape a whoopee cushion to my neck. Um, gross. Because <laughs> it can also be a fun prank, you know, maybe a little levity to the situation. That'd be so funny. And then, like, okay, bear with me. And then, like, you go... Did you just fart? Like, no, actually, no. this... this this uh, this inflatable sack is actually not a part of my body. It's a whoopee cushion. And they're like, oh, I thought that you were like the <laughs> thought you were like the lesser frigate bird. And I was like, no, no, no. If you meet somebody who knows, you've been pranked. <laughs> Classic prank from Thomas Powell. The Ashton Kutcher comes out. We got him. <laughs> She's like, oh, they're still doing punk, but with regular people now. <laughs> Um, if you were to date any celebrity who would be on the reboot of Punked with Ashton Kutcher, who would it be? And you can't say Mila Kunis, you know why. <laughs> oh boy, okay. Who would have been on like the original run of Punked? No, just say anybody who's a celebrity. Who would be on Punked now? I don't know, maybe Dua Lipa. Oh, She'd yeah. probably be on Punked. Yeah, but there's some new rules to the Punked now. 
<laughs> they all have to be like weirdly nice. <laughs> what if it was punked, but also they had the impractical jokers guys there to laugh really loud at everything. God, that'd be so all fucking the good. Ba- <laughs> they could they could be on a hidden camera laughing. We're rebooting punked again, but without Justin Bieber. You know this what the time. funniest thing? You know what the funniest one would be? Hmm. Kristen, uh, Kristen Bell, because yeah. you know Dax Shepard. Yeah, punked crew. Well, remember when Dax Shepard taught Hillary Duff how to drive? I do remember that. That was a good episode. Man, what happened with pranks? You know, they used to be so fun when Ashton Kutcher was doing them. People are so sensitive these days <sighs> about pranks. You know, snowflakes hate the pranks. Snow pranks. Snow pranks. There's just some guys I do snow well, pranks yeah, with. Snow pranks more like no pranks. That's what people are saying. Yeah. Because they're so damn sensitive. <sighs> Inappropriate. We don't like it. We just want pranks back. I think the problem is that the when they brought Punked back, uh, it was with Justin Bieber as the host. Yeah, well, that's why they're bringing it back again, and the Impractical Jokers are going to host it. Yeah, perfect. And they're going to be all the guys who do the It's going to be hosted by Pete Holmes, and he's going to do the Pete Holmes laugh along with the Impractical <laughs> Jokers, and everyone's going to love it. He's, he's not going to narrate any of the scenes. He's just going to laugh over them. He's just going to laugh. <laughs> What about this? What about CM Punked? Ooh, love that. That's the Chicago episode, so CM Punk hosts those ones. Um, yeah, bring back Punked. Why not? That's a funny show. Yeah, why not? Bring back Next. Bring back Punked. Man, we didn't know how good we had it. <laughs> bring back Meg- Megan Wants a Millionaire. It's time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. A new reboot of the series premiered uh, in 2020, hosted by, guess who? Is it Ashton again? No, it's Chance the Rapper. Oh. And you know where it premiered? Where did it premiere? Quibi. Oh. Man, that is an awful... I was kind of excited, but I was like, I feel like if this was any good, I would have heard about it. And the reason I didn't hear about it is because it was on Quibi, because Chance the Rapper was hosting it. Yeah. Um, hmm. Shit. 2003 to 7. Tw- it's just him being like someone be- being like... Going up to one of his friends and being like, God's not real. And they're like, oh. And he's like, just kidding. <laughs> Through faith in Christ, all things are possible. And they're like, oh. Uh... It was on MTV from 2003 to 2007, and uh, then again in 2012, on BET in 2015, and Quibi in 2020. Man, they really, they're really trying, you know? So we're, it's about time we get a new one. Yeah, that, they're going to bring Cribs back. They did bring Cribs back. TJ Lavin was on the first episode. Do you have a lot of bikes in his crib? Yeah, he has a whole... Uh, his bikes and a whole track behind his house. Does he have like a ramp? Yeah, he's got several ramps on his track. TJ Levin's a cool guy. TJ Levin is a cool guy. I think we can all agree on that. Uh, MTV Cribs, also known as Cribs. Um, yeah. Original Reese release. Uh, September 12th, 2000. Wow. To present. Uh, on July 14, it was announced the show will be revived and include the homes of Martha Stewart, Big Sean, Rick Ross, and Snooki. I think TJ Levin was Why would I want to see Snooki's house? I know, we spent like seven years in Also, more importantly, why would I want to see Big Sean's house? 
good question. JoJo has filmed an episode at the home of an uncle. What? I don't know. You remember? This is my uncle's crib. Uh, do you know JoJo's last name? No, I don't. Uh, her full name is Joanna Noel Levesque. Do you think her dad is Triple H? Or her uncle? What if her, maybe her uncle is Triple yeah. H? Maybe they went to Triple H's house. Oh, she was also on The Masked Singer. Huh. I guess that makes sense. She seems like, you know, it'd be like, oh, this person could sing. Who is it? And it'll be like, oh, I kind of remember her. She was a 12-year-old. <laughs> She's a star. Yeah. Um, Janu is on the jury despite quitting. I feel... This is she shouldn't be allowed on the jury. I think if somebody quits in the jury phase, they're not on the jury anymore. They're just not a part of the game. Yeah, they, you shouldn't get you shouldn't get a vote if you quit. Yeah, if you quit, that means you're not part of the game anymore, and being on the jury means you're still part of the game. Uh, Jeff notices that paranoia is setting in. Stephanie says that he, the Karor tribe has not had to scramble yet, and she knows about scrambling because of the her days on Oolong. Karen says she won't be surprised if it's her. And then Tom says that him being good at challenges, it's just happenstance. You know? Like, oh, oh, oh I was good at challenges, you know? Who, who could have seen this coming? I don't buy it. I like being like, people are like, you seem like you're pretty good at challenges and being like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's just your imagination. I've never won a challenge before. Yeah. Uh, so Karen gets a vote, and Stephanie gets the rest of the votes. So Stephanie is finally out. How oh, man. How bummed were you when Stephanie got voted out? a little bummed. Yeah. Yeah, she really... She was a really good part of the season. She's got a great story. But she's gone. Now it's down to the final six of... Karor. Forgot the tribe's name for a second there. Next week, we are watching Survivor Pullout, episode 12. What are your predictions, Thomas? Uh, I think that Karen is probably going to get eliminated next. Mm -hmm. We will see. Where, um, if people wanted to watch you talk about uh, the big game tonight, where would they do that? Uh, they they can follow me at Tom Not Tom on Twitter. I'll probably be talking about the big game. Cool, cool. Uh, you can follow the show at twitter.com slash DYWSLN. Um, we will not be talking about the big game over on that one, probably. Unless there's like a survivor preview or something. Is the. Yeah. Is, maybe Je if like Jeff Probst is in a Super Bowl commercial or something. That'd be so funny. Or what if Jeff Probst comes on the screen at the bottom, like the bottom third, and it's like. Hey guys, that's Survivors. Jeff Probst, come through on March 9th to CBS and Paramount is Plus. It, uh, is the Super Bowl airing on CBS this year? I don't, I don't I know. Don't know if it is I was going to ask you the same question. I don't know what. I am, I'm not aware of where it's airing this year. Are you going to look it up? Yes. Well, I tell people to follow us on Instagram, a account that is regularly updated. It is going to be on NBC, so they will be like... <laughs> Jeff Probst will walk out and he'll get shot by a sniper mm -hmm. and they'll be like, get the fuck out of this here. This is Bear Grylls territory. It's all about Chicago fire. <laughs> uh, the only Survivor That's podcast not, you're not from this is, us. is on Instagram. This is us. Yeah, uh, that's a good show. My mom loves it. Never seen an episode. Feels like parenthood, but not as good from what I've heard of it. 
Yeah, like what if I didn't want to watch Parenthood? Yeah. What if Parenthood didn't have uh, a national song playing all the time? <laughs> Speaking of Dax Shepard. Yeah, exactly. Did Ashton Kutcher ever make a cameo on that show? I don't think he did. Okay, reboot Parenthood. Punked it, Hood. <laughs> it's just them doing punks on the cast of Parenthood. Like, we're going to get Peter Krause this week. He's really in for it. But he has the same character the whole time. <laughs> we're going to prank uh, Peter Krause's autistic son. Yeah, let's get him. He'll never see it coming, and he won't understand that it's a prank. Uh, we have shows on Patreon. Um, you can find them at patreon.com slash justpodcast. We have uh, several tiers. What's, uh, what, what tier are you going to focus on this week, Thomas? We were talking a lot on Twitter today about uh, Just Rhythmetic, <laughs> the podcast where you... <laughs> You get paid to do math, so yes. you want Jake to do math, you, you gotta pay him. Yeah, I miscounted how many guesses it took my brother to do Wordle. Well, if he wants me to get the numbers right, maybe pay me, what is it, $100,000? It's not even that much. It's, it's uh, let me just, just go redirecting you to Just Podcast. Uh, just Arithmetic is... Okay, let's just show you just just yeah. just in sync. Did you watch football last night? Ooh, we should do an episode of Did You Watch Football Last White or last week uh, for the big game. Uh, just arithmetic, one hundred and sixty dollars a month. That is not that much money. Split it with Tom, you know, Westman. Yeah, use that auction money. Use that auction money. It really only has to be once a uh, week. So that'll that'll get you some some good content. We should uh, thank the fans here, Thomas, for listening, for sitting through this hilarious podcast. I mean, they should probably thank us for that, but sure. I would like to thank the fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's uh, give these fans the boilerplate review since nobody's reviewing us on Podcast Town recently. Uh, this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. And if these people were to review it on Spotify, what would they write? This is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. I look forward to seeing this on my Spotify rap. Yes, uh, that's beautiful. Because uh, I'm looking now. <clears throat> wow. Apparently, our, uh, our listeners are supporting uh, Neil Young in this Spotify debacle. Because uh, they are not reviewers on Spotify, uh, but that's okay. Because we also are anti Joe Rogan at this time. Two thousand three, pro Joe Rogan, Fear Factor, fucking great shit. I would uh, fold the advanced newspaper on Monday nights, watching Fear Factor, uh, and then Tuesday morning I would deliver them every week. So that's a little story from my life. Tell the story from your life, Thomas. Um, related to I, or not related to F- Joe Rogan, it doesn't matter. Oh boy, that's a lot of pressure. It literally is. Which do I choose <laughs> about Joe Rogan or not about Joe Rogan? Um, I would say that I still. He was on news radio, right? Yeah, something that like that. Show yeah. With like Phil Hartman or whatever that he was on. I haven't seen any of that show, but I've heard it's good. It's a story from my life. That. 
Yeah, okay. That's you, The story is you've heard a TV show is good. I've heard the TV show's good, but I haven't seen it. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I can concur with that. Um, well, I, I guess this is the time to say, uh, until next week, have a great summer. Deuces. We've come to replace your clocks. Old stubborn heads, we are the answer to why. They never had a chance. It was not so long ago. Was mostly slow, the age of iron screaming speed turned a stroke to a stampede. But we've come to increase. So I was asked by our uh, the newest producer on this show. Why don't we ever talk about how we're alphas on this podcast? I'm kind of a sigma. I'm kind of a sigma male. <laughs> what is a sigma male? No, I I don't think I can explain it to you. You wouldn't understand. Ooh. I consider myself a metrosexual. Oh, damn, okay. Oh, what's this guy? Was the Queer Eye for the Straight Guy over here? It's actually just called Queer Eye now. I know, but when people used the term metrosexual, it wasn't. Okay, well, try to modernize your speech next time, because it's actually well, called no, Queer Eye now. No, you're not modernizing it. Hey, excuse me, it's my own identity. <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep, I keep myself clean? Is that what a metrosexual was? Yeah, it's basically like you like groom yourself and pay attention to what you wear. I mean, you I don't just wear like bootcut jeans and uh, like a, a big dog's t-shirt. Okay, so if I'm gonna be a metrosexual, I need to change my wardrobe. It's literally, all I have is bootcut jeans and big dog t-shirts. But it's a, you have that, and you have those and one t-shirts that are like go to church, pray you don't guard me. <laughs> Yeah, that's me. That's what I wear every day. And it works. And like basketball shorts. Yeah. Because I'm a cool guy. Yeah. I'm a, re- a regular bro. That's my sexuality, actually. Regular bro. I love tits and booze. <laughs> oh, watching Spike TV over here. I love the world's wildest police chases. Yeah, that and the, the uh, man science ones that are like, we break down the physics of booze. <laughs> Smarten up, probes.